This episode is brought to you by Bloat Games. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. If you're looking for games that combine the classic RPG feel with the light, concise rule set of today's indie games in a variety of genres, you gotta check out Bloat Games. Their Survive This rules take a cue from the old school games of yore and combine them with a stripped down but easy to understand mechanic that plays fast and fun, giving you an exciting, thrilling game session every time. Whether it's fighting off zombies, swinging a great axe and slinging spells in dark, dangerous, creature-filled forests, riding your 10-speed bike through monster-infested suburbs, or keeping the city streets safe from superpowered menaces, the Survive This system is the one that'll keep your players coming back to the table. Check out these great RPGs, in addition to card games and other fantastic things they offer, at blokegames.squarespace.com or at drivethroughrpg.com. Bloke Games. The worlds are fiction, but the fun is real. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, old man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. Getting near that time again, the holidays, all that. And this was recorded in 2020, so we're trying to get rid of this year. So, <laughs> you know where that's going. At least it's a nice sunny day out. That's okay. Got a game tonight, and got my grandkids here. All is right with the world, you know what I'm saying? For now. And first off, we have a voicemail. We have a voicemail here from Randy Nichols of the Biggest Geekest Podcast. And he wants to talk about the show I did about saving character sheets. So go ahead, Randy. Hey, Glenn. This is Randy from uh, Biggest Geekest Podcast. Just finished listening to your character sheet uh, podcast. That was pretty cool. I really like the idea about GMs using old character sheets of player characters as possible antagonists. and uh, hadn't really crossed my mind before. I thought that was pretty cool advice. Uh, I do save mine sometimes when I play. Um, if I play the character two or three times, if I don't play it, haven't played it that much, I usually don't bother. But it depends how much I like it. Uh, my wife actually saved several character sheets. I wouldn't say all levels. We played a 3.x, 3.5, game of D&D for like, God, 30 levels. And she had different versions of her character, and she liked looking back on them. So that's really cool advice. I think it's a fun thing to do. Keep up the good work. Talk to you later. Thanks, Randy. I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I, I started thinking about that, um, and that's how the show came. That's how the episode came about. But I noticed lately, it's I've got you know I've got a big accordion file full of blank character sheets. I should actually start saving used character sheets in there, or ones I've I've got character sheets of mine and the grandkids all over the place. I really got to start organizing it. And maybe coming up with some, maybe a smaller accordion file thing that I can put all those in. And I could use that as a, you know how artists has a, what they call the, the artist morgue, where they, they used to, well, they don't do it anymore because they do it digitally now, I guess. That's what Pinterest is for. But artists used to have an artist morgue. If they needed something, they needed pictures, they'd start clipping pictures, photos out of magazines and things like that for reference material. I should start a character sheet morgue just for that. Because then I can pull out this. Oh, I can use this character as an NPC. Oh, I can take that character and put that on here and this, that, and the other thing. 
So I sh I encourage everybody to start a morgue, <laughs> a character sheet morgue. And thank you, Randy. Thank you for that. On that note, let's talk more about character sheets. Let's talk about designing your own character sheets. I don't think I ever talked about this, but I do like to design character sheets. And I'm, okay, I want to say I am... I am not an artist by any stretch of the imagination, but I know several people that I know that know that as a big fat lie because I am a, an artist and I have been published in gaming stuff. And so I guess that makes me an artist. But at the same time, I don't use those skills for character sheets. The reason being is I just, I, I don't want to, I just want, cause I'm, when it comes to a character sheet, I want it to be organized. I really love stuff that people like Dyson Logos and James V. West do and things. I love those character sheets, but I really don't feel like I can do something like that. I can't do a character sheet justice because me, it's always like, it's, it's like conserving space. I want to make every single square inch of that character sheet count because I have a few, you know, I have a few peccadillos and things I like to see in a character sheet. Now, the and the first and foremost is one page. One page both sides. If you want to do it single page, single side that's fine, but one page on both sides for a character sheet. That's the way I like to roll. Anything extra, put an extra piece of paper out there or something. I mean, I see these character sheets with spell lists, you know, an extra sheet for spell. Well, that's fine. That, But that means if I'm not playing a spellcaster, I don't have to print that out or I don't have to use that. So, but I like to I like to get every single bit of information that the character needs on a single sheet, double-sided. That's it. So that's what I design in mind. And I usually I usually go into a program like, say, I don't have InDesign, but people use that. But something like that. I used to use Quark. Somewhere around here, I've got an old copy of Quark Express that I've used. And, but I use some kind of page layout program like that. Um, and there are also, I use, right now I use Serif Page Plus X9 which is an older program. They don't make it anymore. I bought it for 25 bucks a long time ago. And I got a, I got a, you know, a perpetual license for it. So, you know, I just bought it. But Serif makes, they've gone on to design more other, other layout programs and graphics programs. And they just discontinue the page plus line the plus line and they're doing something else but this program gets me by if you can find this program maybe cheap or maybe they'll sell you what they call legacy products try it it's it's a really nice program it reminds me a lot of quark and it's really easy to use as far as that goes anyway so i grab something like one of those programs and i just start in and decide okay where's everything to me it's like pieces pieces to a puzzle you fit it in okay i'm going to put the main stats over here and do i need some stats there and here's where the weapons go and this 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 and i just try and cram as much as i can in there now i've gone <laughs> i've learned from my mistakes let me put it that way you learn you learn from your mistakes because i've got out there a i've got out there a character sheet. I got a couple of character sheets. Uh, one's for AD&D 2nd Edition and one's for Champions 4th Edition. Now, the Champions one is pretty nice. I, I gotta say that I like that one. 
But the second edition AD&D sheet, now I made these for people who did not know how to play the game. Actually, I made these people, I think I've heard, you've heard this story before. I made this for people who don't pay attention to the game, actually. But it's, I, say for new, I say for new players. I wanted to put for dummies, but a couple of my friends are going, no, that's kind of, you know, that's kind of rough. Why don't you say for new players? Okay, for new players. But one thing, like here's something I learned. The second edition AD&D sheet has everything on there. It tells you how to play the game. As far as like what you have to do, what roles you have to make, and what these, and it always defers back to the DM or the GM. And it's like if you don't understand what this means, ask your dungeon master. But I've got a section on spells in there that is so small because I wanted to fit it all on one sheet that I don't even know why I put it on there. It is just unusable. I could have done it better. And it's just, every time I look at that, I go, God. And somebody actually, this is what gets me. I talked to my friend Brian, and he made a form-fillable version of this sheet. And it's like, yeah, if you can read those spells you type in there, good luck. So you kind of learn, it was a trial and error. I've been doing this for on and off for many, many years. And I've got pocket sheets, I've done... Sheets that those what I care for what they call those those the pocket po- I've done a pocket mod version of both basic first and second I think ba- basic first and second edition D and D I did pocket mods for and you know, I've created other things like for champions I've I've done my own you know phase chart I've done. Back for third edition, I have somewhere out there is a D20 thug sheet that I made to put like up to six critters on there with stats. That's the point. I said, why am I playing third edition? Because these stats, 75 to 80% of them, I don't need. Let's go back to the earlier editions. I don't need full, I don't need full six stats for every single, every single thug or anything like that. But that's a whole nother story. But what I'm saying is, I've done a lot of sheets and I've learned a lot. And I think it would behoove you try to make your own character sheet sometime. I mean, not just, you know, take line paper, write it out. Just design your own character sheet, whether you use a program I'm talking about or pen and ink or pencil or even take a piece of line paper and just start planning it out. It's, it's a good exercise and it helps you understand the game better, I think. So... That's my that's my thing on character sheets. Anyway, I gotta go start my day. So if you guys want to talk about this or anything else, oldmangrognar at gmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as ninety-nine cents a month. You too can help support this program, and I would thank you. Thanks again to Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John Allen, and Michael. Thanks, guys. Don't forget to listen to Dan Gregg's Young Y-U-N-G, Young Grognard podcast, Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albert podcast, Big John Allen Larges, The Red Dice Diaries, and also Randy Nicholas' Biggest Geekest podcast. You thought I was going to forget say the other one, did you? But I will. My friend Eric Tankar's Tavern Chat. Don't forget those. Listen to those. They're great. Anyway, so until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.